0: You know what's super interesting about that is the ammo I think is the only ammo that's found in RAID for a while. It's good though. The AP round. It's
1: good. I like it.
0: I'm pretty sure to like yeah, I like it too. It's ten thousand dollars per yeah. round, I wanna say the AP I round. I think so, yeah.
1: I, I like it, I, I love, love that.
0: It. I wanna see where yeah, I wanna see where it goes. I'm like super interested in how that's Yeah, because that's out. like
1: market based balancing. There's no, there's yes. no trader exactly. That. There's no trader yes. floor on this thing. Like the market will just decide what the right price is for the, um, what's the word? The effectiveness of the weapon.
0: Yes, which is brilliant. And apparently, it's it's pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing. <laughs> Welcome to Scav Talk. An Escape from Tarkov podcast with a focus on the continuing development of the game, patch note analysis, theorycrafting, and general gameplay discussion. I'm one of your hosts, Church.
2: And I'm your other host, Giga Beef. And welcome to the show. Cool. All right. Um,
0: so yeah, dude, there's been tons and tons of updates, and I call them shadow patches. The shadow patch. What are your thoughts on that? How they don't really post patch notes when they do these changes? It's kind of, um, it's interesting. I can I kind of
1: see where they're coming from because they've always said the whole time that they they like people to figure out the game on their own. They don't want to just kind of spoon feed everybody right. everything. And, you know, if they change a location or they change something, they they want people to kind of like figure it out. I think it's like when they added various bits and pieces throughout, throughout time, like, you know, there's random key cards that appear and then people have to figure out where they go and all this kind of thing. I do kind of get that, but apparently they don't really even like the wiki that much, but like the game would be kind really? of impossible without it. Like you imagine doing the quest without the wiki? Like I still use them now. <laughs> um, so I'm not, I'm not really sure. I don't know. I kind of, um, I, I'm torn on it to be honest. I think I'm, I'm probably more in the favor of getting more information, especially around balancing. I don't mind them doing things like cultists, adding key cards, you know, adding stuff sure. to the map, that kind of thing. That's fine. And we can explore that ourselves, but, but like the hidden away stuff, um, it's going to come out anyway and i think it just like obfuscates things and it's just kind of it's not hidden in an entertaining way it's hidden in a frustrating way and so i think there's a yeah. difference between those two those two sides i don't know, how how do you feel about it
0: no i i kind of agree with exactly what you're saying i mean especially that it seems to me that the information that other um, people get I don't know other news sources I would say it's almost like gate kept like they won't reveal how they get the information yeah which I mean I I understand in a sense you know what I mean but I would just like to get the raw information myself not someone's interpretation you know yeah exactly because people kind of just have to
1: like pass through the various bits and pieces or you know you have like no food and those guys looking into the game files
0: and trying to figure out what they've done and stuff which I totally appreciate everything they do. Like, I'm not, I'm not hating on them for that. But, um, I, I wish BSG would have their own little patch notes with information. Yeah. Because um, I've heard other streamers saying changes, and I was like, wait, they did that? And I would like, had to like double check what they said. You know, so it's like because it's like information just being passed around through multiple different sources. So. Yeah.
1: I think that's also. I think that's kind of how they like it in some ways i do like that's the thing like in certain circumstances it's okay and in other cases I, i don't like it i think that's the the tricky part it's just that things like the barter trades i can almost think like yeah you know you could you could get away with having that just being like oh it's like word of mouth you know the word on the street that kind of thing it's like if you look through the skills there's some skills that are unused at the moment i can't remember which one is there one it's like um it's like a like a trader one which says like oh you get the tr- you get the trading news before anybody else something like that which is like not implemented i feel like they kind of they want to promote this kind of thing where like stuff will change and people have to kind of like figure out through word of mouth because it's like post-apocalyptic yeah you know, wasteland and this information is not freely available I, I can kind of see where they're getting they're coming <laughs> from with it but it's it's yeah. pretty it's pretty strange it's kind of frustrating especially if and again this is like I could talk for endlessly about this, but they kind of like conflate the whole like it's a beta versus like, oh, it's a released game and you're playing it like the release game is it's kind of I don't, I don't know if those two things are compatible. You know, it's like, oh, if it's a beta, then surely we should just be told everything so we can go and test this stuff. I don't know. They, they act sometimes like yeah. it's released. This is what I, I always argue that they act like it's released half the time.
0: <laughs> it's it's tricky for sure.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I
0: I would just prefer it. I mean you 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 played though too, you know how they have like the huge patch notes, right? Yeah. And it's like everyone goes through and they read the patch notes and like and like they can like decipher like, oh, I think this is gonna be really good, you know, or like, oh, they changed this. I can now prepare for how the games can change. I can't think of an example, but there was something going around and it was like let's say for example someone started a rumor like, Oh, they they nerfed strength, you can't chop us out anymore. And then it's like, is that, did that really happen? Or is that just something you said, you know, and it gets passed down, you know what I mean? That That's the kind of stuff that kind of bothers me. Like, I just want the raw information.
1: Yeah, I, I remember, like, back in the day, just, like, the Dota patch would come out, right? And you just, like, sit there, and, you know, or be, like, be, like, on the train <laughs> or, like, in your living room or whatever. And you'd, like, read through, just, like, yeah. scroll through, like, reams and reams and reams and reams. Because it's, like, you know, it's crazy. It's, like, 115 heroes or something. Yeah. You have to read through all of them. So, um, but it was good. And, like, trying to pick out the, the big changes out of that was mm-hmm. was always in it was yeah it was always very interesting but i guess that's the difference between like a competitive game and like tackle's not actually a, you know it's not really an e type game i know they said right. they to bring e- right. arena out at some point but it's not really an e and so i guess that's kind of the difference it's like it's more of an experience and they want it to be more of an experience than you know people min-maxing this that and the other i think that's kind of why they started right. doing like the changes up of the meta and um for meta builds and, and things as well because they don't they want people to kind of like experiment and try stuff and do different things and they want variety which i actually think this patch has done quite well so far so
0: well moving on uh do you want to talk about some of the hideout changes they added
1: yeah i think i think so cuz you know I'm a, I'm a big hideout guy um i think like the hideout becomes kind of more the more more important the the less time you get to play because it kind of like supplements the the raids that you do. And, you know, even mm-hmm. if you're kind of like just I mean everybody's kind of you know still quite homebound in general because of all the restrictions and stuff. Um and so even if you're doing other things you can like pop back and forth and like run stuff in the hideout and you know it only takes a few seconds to do it. It's kind of mobile game like, but I, I don't know, I quite like it. Maybe it's um maybe it's just kind of like slightly addictive personality or something, which see the ruble count go <laughs> up and doing the various crafts. But I think it's uh, I think it's cool. I think a lot of the crafts don't don't do a huge amount um would be my kind of like first take on it i mean it's it's nice that you can do stuff like crafting the grenade case and that kind of thing but right i don't know like to me unless it's unless you can craft that stuff and then kind of make money out of it then no one's really going to do it unless they just specifically want a grenade case um and it's that's the thing, right? If it's cheaper to buy the bits, people will then sell them on the flea. So it's either profitable, you, or you just buy one off the flea because it's just not worth investing the time in doing it. Yeah. And the only, I guess, the only other, the only other flip side to that is if it's stuck to like a higher trader level. Um, mm-hmm. so that's quite interesting. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's tricky. I think the grenade case is random. Is the way that I would say, I would in, say
0: I, in terms of profitability. Yeah,
2: I just
1: like. I'm just not sure if I would. Yeah, I'm just not sure if I would craft one. I don't know. Would you? Would you craft one?
0: <laughs> I sold. I got one for a quest and I sold it. Yeah.
1: So, so I, I mean, some some of them are kind of like not that. Some of them are kind of not that useful. I don't. I don't think necessarily. I haven't. It hasn't changed up what I've what I've been doing. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's not really changed up what I've been doing. I don't know. Like maybe a maybe I've got kind of like a slightly different view on it, but it's kind of you know. I always try to be doing the most economic craft at any time, and then I just buy whatever mm-hmm. whatever else I need using the money, because I think like one thing that people really <laughs> this is kind of going off the topic of what we wanted to talk about really with this, but like people people don't um people don't appreciate kind of the uh you know you, you spend what's the opportunity cost right you like you spend time doing one thing in in place of doing another, and you can only do one craft at a time when you're right. not elite crafting right. and so if you're not doing the most profitable craft because you're like oh well i'm making these bullets because i want to run them in raid if it if it's not the most profitable craft to do in that sense then you should just buy them off the flea right well you should just buy everything off the flea except for the most profitable craft because overall you're going to make more money doing it that way and i know i think people, a lot of people like mistake that and like the finding raid thing is is useful for selling those things on the flea market and then for yeah, finishing quests, especially if there's quest items available in the in the hideout. But it's like you know, I use well until the, I, this is actually one that they've just moved right, which is the um, seven N thirty one for nine mil. They've moved that to prepple four. I actually managed to buy mm-hmm. a bunch um because I was around all day and I waited and set a timer for the stupid trade of refresh. It literally sells out in like ten seconds, fifteen seconds, yeah. and I bought like four rotations worth of it before it moved. But I'm not gonna go and. I wouldn't have gone and crafted it because, like, unless I literally can't buy it from the trader, um, I won't go and craft it because it's just better to do wires and then to go and buy it if you can from the trader. I suppose it gives you uh, the opportunity to make this stuff if you um, if you don't have the trader, you can actually create it. I guess right. that's sort of the value.
0: I suppose, or even if you can't buy the stock replenish, then you could still make it. Yeah, at least to have the ammo. Yeah, but even then, you probably. I don't, it would just be one of the things. Is it cheaper to craft it or is it just cheaper to buy it? Which,
1: yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. That. I mean, that, so that's, I guess that's the first one. The, it's not really Hideout, but it's, uh, changes, right? It's like, yeah, 7 and 31. Mm. Now it's Prap or four. I think everybody was using it in the vector. It's, um, <laughs> very, very good. And now it's, even if, even if you have the trader, it's now, I think it's like 1,130 or something per round from Prap or, um, which is, which is punchy. So you've always been able to make that in the, in the, um, the hideout. So maybe if you, you know, maybe it's worth it now. I'm not actually sure. I haven't actually done the math.
0: Um, I mean the, I figured it's probably not cause it's like nails and what is it? Wires. Yeah. And let's say like blue gunpowder and something else. I, I don't know. Yeah, Some expensive stuff. So maybe
1: want to, want yeah. to have a look at, but like, yeah, other, I mean the other things like, you know, being able to create certain like shotgun shells, I, Mm-hmm. again like i don't i i just don't see i don't see the need for it like being able to craft super or whatever they're called superformance shells mm-hmm. which i think are quite cheap anyway but does anybody really use them i'm not i'm not sure that craft was I, was
0: necessary i did use them for killing scav. i mean it's very specific but killing scavs on shoreline headshots ah uh, yes i got that peacekeeper quest so i was like i looked up on the wiki what's the most accurate you know <laughs> show and then it'll super performance like oh great and then i just went and bought it off the flea market because yeah everyone's selling them now so it kind of worked out for me but i'm sure that's like the only niche you know
1: yeah scenario. and it's like are you even gonna are you gonna make them you're just gonna you're just gonna craft them i uh, sorry
0: buy them this right. is so, It's is very strange but i mean it, at the end of the day if, if it's if you're making ruples in the hideout then i guess Whatever makes money works. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, obviously you want to min max, but you know if someone makes money, I guess that's a good thing.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What else do we have on the list? So we had these the, the GM count, the yes. GM count, which you can now make, but it has no use. What do you,
0: that's the, that's. I was wondering. Do you think maybe that's a future update? Because why would you need to craft a found in raid GM count? Because I looked at the barter's. And I think previously the only barter was like a M, uh, M1A drum mag. And then they changed the the drum mag for the M4, the P mag, the rounded one. It used to be two circuit boards. Now it's two circuit boards and one GM count as well. Yeah.
1: So they're kind of adding more like interrelationships between the barters. But I think, does that make it worth it now? I haven't actually looked at the, the 60s for, for the M4, but... Um... I don't know. I think it's interesting. I, I I don't know whether it's necessarily for craft, but there is like a yeah. radiation type aspect to the game. I think there's a there's a UI element for it, isn't there? Um, mm-hmm. And so All I right. don't know whether that's a sign that it's coming sooner rather than later. That you might actually you know want to take one with you. You know, maybe streets has got something bad that's happened, um, and there's yeah, you know some I kind remember. of like radiation source on streets that you know you have to and it maybe it moves around or something. You have to be careful about where you are. Otherwise you might get radiation poisoning and die. <laughs> Which would be that would be yeah. particularly brutal. So I don't know, maybe it points towards that. I mean, I hope that it's not just like more barter stuff, because the barters were okay, but I think you know, people do the, the ones that are valuable and then a lot of them are just rubbish. Um, mm-hmm. especially like my ADAR trade. No, they ruined R. 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 they ruined, they ruined the ADAR. They ruined the ADAR. I can't <laughs> believe it. I can't believe it, man. One wrecked battery, and then now it's got you have to get two chainlets as well. Like, it's just, it's just wrecked. Have you seen actually? Sorry, I, I just keep like jumping around all over the place, but fun. It does now like 30k
0: on the flea yeah. or with the barter.
1: No, like on the flea because people can't barter for them anymore. So you have to go and buy them. So it's forced the price of everything up.
0: Oh, for it because the people just you used can't to trade buy them, them at low level.
1: Yeah, and so there's no trader on little and you, yeah, and so you wouldn't, um, and yeah, no one's doing the barter anymore. So if you want an ADAR, like it's still it's still way cheaper than an M4, right? Mm. Um, but people just buy the um, they just buy the the battery for 13k or something, and then get an ADAR with it. But now you can't right. do this, and so and so it's forced the prices of all ADARs up because um, people still I mean, people really like using the ADAs. I think they're I think they're okay. I'm kind of I actually am slightly coming around to them, to be honest but um, it's probably early wipe, early wipe. But Mm -hmm. um, no, it's interesting. It's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. So they made that, they changed that one. Um,
0: What else is different? What what else do they change in the, uh, in the hideout that you've noticed? Did you notice when speaking of ammo, that they increase the amount of ammo you get? Like the input is more and the output is more. Oh, I didn't actually notice. Did you notice that? Cause I'm, I'm like, 90% 90% sure, like, I'm trying to think. Like, definitely, um, what is it, APC 613, like, 6.3? What is that? The the Class 3 9 millimeter penetrator. APC
1: 6.3, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that one, I can't remember. I think it used to be, like, you get 120, 150? Definitely 7 and 31, that craft. You never, it wasn't 300 rounds. See, now it's 300. See, it's funny,
1: because... um. That's interesting. I didn't actually notice that because um as I said I've just literally like it's quite funny because I've just gone I've just gone back to crafting wires the whole time. But I was I was making AP63 mm-hmm. for a while and I think it was 200 when I was doing it.
0: I don't know what it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was 100 and now it's 200. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure yeah. So that's uh that's an interesting one. I think like I think one of the biggest changes that they have made that is mm-hmm interesting that they've done it now is the changing of the level one modules
2: I think this is
1: fascinating I kind of like it (laughs) I sort of see where they were going obviously the car battery was probably a bit much I think people probably agreed with that I'm sure you do too Um, I definitely did because finding finding car batteries is like hard right it's hard super RNG they're very rare I mean, there's they're 250k now because they're used for a therapist quest. You need five, mm-hmm. and I, I know you can get a tank battery for it and buy it off the flea and whatever, but it's like over a million rubles. So to find to actually find a car battery is a real pain. Um, I don't mind the other ones. I think the other ones are okay. Like the spark plug thing is is alright. Actually, I'm really struggling. I actually have the spark plug quest still now because I'm just stuck for spark plugs. I've got I think I've got half of them. Maybe like five of them out of eight. But like eight spark plugs. I don't I don't see spark plugs that often, but. Um, yeah, the other ones like ES lamps, DVD drives, whatever. Like, I think that's that's kind of okay. You have to go out and like play a bit to go and get
2: some stuff.
0: Um, but yeah, it it made sense because I think it was like the TV was like the next looking upgrade. <laughs> I want to say, but like it made sense. Like ES and ES lamp never really had a use. But like I'm, I've noticed DVD drives have gone up in price a little bit. Like they're like ten k, eleven k on average, and I think ES lamp went up like like 9k on the flea market
1: yeah i don't know where this one um, this one's new but like is this wipe i'm kind of in a you know i'm, I'm kind of like st- pushing my stuff a bit more than i would normally and i've um, been buying a mm. lot of tri-zips and there's a trade for the tri-zips with es lamps that i think it's probably been in there for ages you need oh, yeah. four of them for a tri-zip um mm. but i've been doing that one a lot so that's kind of what i'm using them for
0: which is decent yeah i um, think too they change like the heat um what is it heating they change like i think you need like a box of matches for, like the first one mm. and then you need like d fuel and a bunch of matches for like the next one which i just like the day before they did the shadow nerf or shadow patch or yeah. whatever I upgraded my heating to three, so I was, yeah. I was like good on all the changes they did. I have to like get by any crazy stuff because prices went up for everything.
1: I think um you you mentioned that the Bitcoin farm gives less Bitcoin per hour. I actually haven't looked at this in too much detail yet. Like how how big a change actually is that? Do you know? What is that? Um, with with Bitcoin
0: farm, did they ch- oh, did they change that? It's like they doubled the requirements to start it up. Okay, like you're good. Me, on the other hand, I don't have a Bitcoin farm, so I'm I'm probably not going to do it. Is it it just level one?
1: I actually did. I did see the solar power Uh, one. I did see the solar power one. Yeah. Because somebody was complaining, I think, on Reddit about the solar power one, saying that like, now you need so many things. You need a lot. That's
0: really expensive. Yeah,
1: that you're actually better off just not bothering upgrading it and just buying more fuel because it was going to take like three, it was going to take like 300 days to get your money back and a wipe is normally only like six, or seven months at most. And so you're, there's literally no way to actually make it work. The only the only thing would be like if you're absolutely filthy rich, right, and you want the hideout to be maxed and you just can't be bothered putting fuel in the canisters, at which point, well, I guess you still, you still want to run it for Bitcoins, but I don't know. It's, um, it seems a bit of a, bit of a crazy thing,
0: but you know, yeah. They... Well, I think two the other, sorry. Right, no, no I was just going to
1: say, yeah, they want more money sinks in the game. So I guess that's kind of helps.
0: I think, too, the um, Bitcoin farm level 3 requires the solar power, I want to say. But I think that's also why they did that change. Ah, they you might be right, actually. are reacting to the Bitcoin price, mm. you know, and graphics cards. The market going crazy right now. Yeah, so.
1: I think when I last checked, there are like 700k each on, on for, graphics yeah, cards. Yeah, one for 700k. Which yeah. is pretty insane. Um, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, I was like, because I've been tempted just to keep buying them. (laughs) I've been buying them for a while and then I stopped because I was doing other stuff and I kind of ran out of money, but I bought 19 on the way up. And then obviously I can't use, I still have nine just like sat around (laughs) at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had 10 just like (laughs) ready to just like, just shove into the machine straight away, which I bought like. 200 or something, 150 to 200k. And then I watched them carry on going up, and I was like, oh, dude, I want to buy the rest. So I should probably have bought more. I don't know where they're going to go, honestly. With the with the prices of Bitcoin, they could easily go like to a mil, 1.2, yeah. 1.3 each. I think. I don't know. Well, we're going to have to see. It's nuts. As more people get there, though, people need a lot of them. Like people want to fill it, right? So if you get to level three, everyone's going to have to 50. That's a lot. There's a lot of GPUs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that came to my mind. Is um with that regards to the hideout, I feel like this swipe, I've been very, like, not the fastest on upgrading my hideout, mm. but, like, kind of in the middle. Because I feel like I've been paying pretty deep premiums for, like, the requirements to upgrade stuff. Yeah. And I feel like you, on your hand, because you had your Bitcoin farm, like, last week or something. Yeah. yeah. You were, like, an early adopter, and now it's, like, really paying off for you. Yeah. Whereas, like... It's like kind of that weird thing with the hideout, like the fast, like the faster you can like rush it. I guess that's true for a lot of things to start off. Like you're just going to have, yeah. Um, you know, not, not to pay as much money. Whereas like if you're in the middle, you're probably be paying the most. And then if you're like the very like, let's say you join like a month later and you brand new account, like all this level one requirements like spark Plus are going to be like very minimum vendor price that you could sell it for like you're going to like partly paying anything for like the low level stuff you know yeah it's kind of interesting how the hideout works in that manner
1: yeah i mean it really does incentivize you to kind of like push through and do it i mean that's that's the issue i'm just like gated on quests and levels just because i've been able to tinker around with the hideout because i'm like i'm here all the time but Mm -hmm. with you know various things going on i'm like not able to actually do not play like as much as i would like and so i'm kind of like i'm i think i'm now level 29 so I'm probably quite far behind people on levels. Like my hideout is like way further ahead than, than my level would suggest. So I'm stuck just before getting to like level three mechanic, for example, which is a real like gatekeeper for the rest of progression
0: on, on that stuff, which is a real pain. Are you like, I can't play Tarkov, but I can feed the baby and click on the hideout. <laughs> is that your strategy? Kind of right. <laughs>
1: kind of because like, you know, to sit down and play a full raid of Tarkov takes, takes a good while. Yeah. Whereas, um, the hideout yeah. like hardly takes any time, right? You can just like you can pop in thirty seconds, like click a few things, bam, bam, bam smash some stuff back in, and, and that's it. Or put put a yeah. few things up on the flea, or just like yeah, you know, wait for until you've got you know five sets of things and then sell them all at once. That kind of stuff. So, I mean, I'm very economically focused, as you probably know. So it's it's kind of like the the meta game in and of itself of just like making money in is kind of entertaining to me. But
0: but, but it's nice, right? Because then you can you know still feel like you're not. Oh, I'm not playing Tarkov, you know, I'm not like behind in progression. Like you have this money progression yeah. that's still covered. Yeah, exactly. And then when you nice. when you go or back even into grade,
1: this one, sorry, this uh-huh. quests.
0: Or even like I was gonna say some of the quests, mm. you know, you can craft items for quests, you know.
1: Yeah, like exa- exactly that actually. So like I've made all of the Intel Center level two stuff already mm-hmm. for uh which ones are they? Like import and a few of the other really annoying ones. You know, you need like VPX in yeah. um there's like cof dm radios and that kind of thing like i've made all of those already it's mm-hmm. like in the background because i had it like you know eight days or nine days ago and some of them take like 48 hours to do but i've just like slowly bought the bits and just made them all i stuff got them sat in bags so they're just like ready to go which is kind of cool um but it means yeah it means like when you kick it off into raid as well you're just like all right let's go let's just like you know let's bring a vector let's bring 31 let's 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 do it which is nice it's a good feeling it's as good as good to be like that i, I quite like that because i'm you know i i have to sort of get myself away from being kind of like in the horde mode um i'm more into kind of like let's go let's go chad mode which is which is good for me it's good for my mental state when i'm playing raids <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
1: okay so what else have they done what else have they done you spoke about the ada already
2: i guess the uh i guess the vector what do you think about the vector? I've been using the vector.
1: I've been using the vector this week. I would like to use it more. It's it's very mm. good. I like it a lot. <laughs> I think it's I think it's very satisfying. Um and uh yeah. <laughs> I know I mentioned to you before, but like I'm my video tomorrow's gonna be on the vector. And um mm-hmm. it's just like one of the things that's so funny about it is, it's actually so satisfying just to shoot. Like it's, it, f- it feels great. It actually feels great. Like they've got the sounds down like so well. Yeah, it feels like when you, I, when it connects, it's just like poof, it's like feels powerful to use, and it's got such little recoil. It's, it's insane. Like you, you basically mod it with like fifteen k's worth of stuff, and then it shoots like a laser. It's, it's insane. Like it shoots like a laser anyway. But you can, I think the one I've been using yeah. is like you, you just have like the tack on front, and then. Any vertical that gives you ergo, and then you've got like twenty six recoil, and uh, it's like seventy something ergonomics, and you hardly spend anything on it. I'm not surprised that they've made it more expensive multiple times <laughs> because it's so good. Like fifty k was way, way, way too cheap, and the mags are so cheap as well. And to be clear, I'm talking specifically about the nine mil one. Yeah, um, yes. because the the forty five one, I haven't tried it, but I. I've looked at it and I don't really like it that much because you can only get two different mags for it. One which has got 13 shots, which is like, and the other one, which is like 80K on the fleet. And I can't buy them them from, I think it's Mechanic because I think you need Mechanic 3 for them and I can't buy them.
0: Well, well, don't worry because you can only buy three per reset of the 30 rounders for the 45 vector. Okay, fine. Even still, though, even still,
1: like you need, you need that for sure. Like this thing's what is it eleven yeah. hundred rpm? You need a lot of mags. Eleven hundred, like it's it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah.
2: Um.
1: And so I don't know. I think like eleven hundred. Because I was looking at the other one, right? Like, obviously, you can run the fifty, um, the fifty rounder mm-hmm. for the nine mil Glock, which is kind of the primo. But it they've taken the Ergo down to minus eighteen now, which is absolutely brutal. Um it still is kind of okay, I think, if you ergo it up with the with the foregrip and stuff. But yeah. the thirty-three rounders are actually still kind of okay because the the fire rate's nine hundred on or is it nine fifty? Nine fifty. I think it's nine fifty. Yeah. it's not actually that much more than like an M four or an an HK, like an HK at eight fifty versus this mm-hmm. thing at nine fifty. And you know, an M four or an HK firing thirty rounders is it's actually fine. Well, obviously, sixty rounds are better, but firing thirty rounds out of an M4 and HK is okay. And I think thirty-three rounds with nine fifty RPM is actually very close. It's kind of the same. Like it's it's only a little bit less. Like, You get when I was looking at it before, you get like two seconds. You just get over two seconds of like full sustained fire on it, which is which is okay. Like that's that's fine. I can deal with that. Whereas the other one, like thirty rounds maybe and eleven hundred, like it's a bit it's a bit nuts. I don't know. I'm not sure. i have i haven't used it yet. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean it also has more recoil, I think. It's like in the thirties. That's true actually. Uh, I'm not even I'm not even sure if you can get it below thirty with mods. That's true. That's a very good point. And it's it's definitely different. I mean I'd test them both out, but do you so you said the vec the nine mil vector is really good? Yes. Do you think it's overpowered? Because I kind of feel like it's overpowered. It was
1: definitely overpowered at fifty K. For sure. That's for sure. I think it probably should still be more expensive, personally. I think 70k... The, the, the issue is, right, is that like they have to balance these things for base plus, m- plus mods, in mods, my opinion. Yeah. And yeah. 70k... I don't know, like 70k for the base gun that rips people without having to add anything. And you add, you know, the TACOM front thing is like... The, the muzzle brake is like $64 or something. And you can add any foregrip, and then it's perfectly usable for like 10 grand, it's it's pretty nuts. It, it feels a bit like, I don't know, but the thing again, like, then again, like it is an SMG and it uses 9mm ammo. Like 7N31 is not, like, it, it's really expensive and it's kind of, you know, the thing that people have been talking about for ages, ever since it was released, 7N31 is really, really good, blah, 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 because like AP6.3 is kind of crappy, right? As far as ammo goes. I've tried using 6.3 in, lo- in its, its yeah. various forms across MP5s and across, you know, a few different other guns for a long time. And 6.3 is always kind of like, you have to really pick your battles. Like I stopped using it in the second wipe that I played because I was just like, this thing's let me down too many times. And I've kind of come back to it. Like you kind of have to know how to play around it, and it's kind of fun if you do. Um, and I think with the MP5 SD, that kind of like reinvitalized my my love for, the, for that stuff because it's just like a headshot cannon. Um, but even even still, right, seven and thirty one. Like everyone said, oh, this is going to change everything, and like it's good. It's good, but I had one bounce off a guy's helmet in interchange when I was using it, right? And that's like the that's the top tier round, and it bounced yeah. off of a TC uh, whatever they're called, TC eight hundred or two thousand, yeah,
2: yeah, like a level yeah. four,
1: and that bounced off a guy's skull, and you don't. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's sure it's a good round, right? But it's it's not the best ever, and I think that's kind of solidified in my mind that the vector is OP as long as you come into the mindset of you kind of have to fire multiple shots at the dude
0: to make oh, sure yes, that he's sure. dead. I mean, like
1: I tried cause I, well, I was, I had him completely like by surprise and he didn't know where I was. And he was like creeping, crouching through interchange. And I went <laughs> boink, and bounced it off the back of his head. Um, and then he didn't die. and Then I just like full autoed him, but I should have just done that to begin with. So I think, I don't know. I think that's the thing. I do think it's OP. I do think it's still probably OP at 70. Definitely was at 50. I think it probably should be more like 90 to a hundred.
2: I would say. To get it into a good place.
0: Here's my thing.
2: Um, so level two skier
0: is when you unlock yeah. it, which is level fifteen plus some trader rep. Yeah. But why is the super high tech military gun at level two trader along with the Vepper <laughs> uh, VPO one three six, the 8R two fifteen barter, and the Mossberg shotgun? Like it, it didn't uh, like. I was like, wow, you get this vector really early. And then, I mean, this was like when the patch was fresh. Yeah. And then I started watching like streams, like Landmark play it. And I saw this, you know, it's like, bzzz, like this <laughs> this doesn't move at all. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I kind of feel like it needs to be like a tier four uh, trader. Yeah, I wouldn't honestly disagree with that. Because why would you ever yeah. use any other SMG? Yeah. Like, I can't think of a single reason. I mean, it's it's the ultimate SMG.
1: Oh, yeah. I actually wouldn't disagree with that.
0: I mean, you just. You just hold mouse one and, and assuming you have decent ammo. Yeah, you know. I think the fact that you can even, even then
1: buy everything so early. It's like peace like TACOM is like Peacekeeper three, I think, and then that's yeah, that's uh, the gun what itself, it? that's the, the muzzle break. And then the actual weapon itself is skier two, and you can buy AP six three from Peacekeeper, like fairly early, and then mm. you can buy all the mags. I think it's there to get people to check it out near the beginning that's of the wipe, possible. and then it gets bumped yeah. up. That's, that's what I think will happen, that's very but we, we will see. I agree yeah. with you though, right? Like the Vector's kind of like the most futuristic, modern, like it doesn't really have its <laughs> place in Tarkov. It shouldn't be all over the place. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just crazy, there to acclimatize yeah. people to it, personally.
0: That makes sense. I can see that. Um, speaking of laser beams, do you, you remember playing a couple patches ago where everyone was running an ASVAL and vss yes so they also buffed the ammo for that gun i don't know if you saw that. yes and people were freaking out meanwhile i'm here like y'all sleeping on the vector though i <laughs> think like the old <laughs> VSS. i think the thing
1: about the vss though like when it was super super ridiculous like it was like mm-hmm. the vector is now but with, with mm-hmm. like with 900 rpm but the bullets do like 60 to 70 damage and the pen is like 50 like it was it was
0: insane
1: it was actually insane
0: when i found out that sp5 was just like uh dirt cheap and then like the next step up was like you know twice the price and like 0.2 milliseconds faster ttk i was like why am i (laughs) Why am I using this expensive ammo? I was just loading SP five. I was like a VSS gamer, dude. Just like <laughs> naked VSS, 20 rounders. I probably like A was... seven like dovetails scope yeah, yeah. on the side. Like it was I mean yeah, it was that was a good gun. That was absolutely busted. It's
1: a good gun. I never really I actually didn't l- get on with it that well. I like, got I used it like a decent mm-hmm. amount and it was kind of like okay-ish for me, but I never ended up doing super super well with it. I don't know, there's something around like I I kept getting into longer range engagements and trying to like, you know, mortar yeah, the guy with the bullets. So like yeah, yeah. it's got its drawbacks, which is fine. But like when when you're in a scenario like factory or something where those drawbacks aren't mm-hmm. really relevant, then it just it just kills everybody. Are you um were you referencing the the Veritas video?
0: Yes, the Valor yeah. time to kill.
1: I don't. I, I watched was. that a while back, and I understood where he was coming from, and kind of disagreed a bit. Not mm-hmm. a lot, but a bit, because a lot of his tests, he's just like, oh look, it's the time to kill, like with a guy who's like stood like this and I've got my SP5 in my high rate of fire weapon and I shoot at the guy. Because a lot of the time like the fights in Tarkov, I don't know, like yeah, sometimes they're like that. But part of the part of the the beauty of the high pen rounds is that Mm -hmm. you don't have to actually hit them that many times, right? If you're like both at either end of like it's a very different scenario being stood in the factory um underground section right next to each other doing like ammo testing and saying oh well it's 0.2 seconds because the um because the fire rate is so high because you get an extra three bullets or something i feel like it's very different if you're both at either end of like the factory corridor both peeking around sometimes you're hitting each other in the arms a lot of the time you're not hitting the other guy at all and i feel like there, like two like two bullets makes a huge difference personally like if one bullet bullet doesn't pen and the other guys does and you you're hitting like say like even even optimistically you're hitting like 50% of your shots that like increases the time to kill like doubles the time to kill to start with um, I don't know I just like I always kind of I just kind of disagreed with the way that it was. it was it wasn't realistic I completely understood his point point. Mm-hmm. and it made sense but I was like I'm not sure if in various contexts if it actually um, is quite as applicable is all like he was right but whether it's necessarily as like applicable to a real scenario, um, or all real scenarios, I wasn't I wasn't so sure. That was just my personal opinion on it anyway.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I see where you're coming from.
1: Yeah. I think it's always an interesting one. Because like just knowing that you're gonna like guarantee pen somebody is um is an interesting thing. Actually, this was like one one completely random thing that I really wish that they'd change back was the whole like BS versus a into interplay with the thorax changes they've ruined this right because like both yes, of them take three shots for the thorax and so now both rounds are the same yeah. the 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 two rounds are the same round and i wish that they'd take it back because i liked having the choice in the past of like having to balance like oh them, it will take three hits but you know that it will kill them in three versus right. like you know BS is like slightly worse but it and it might not pen level six or so or maybe level five but it does more damage and so if it does pen, they will die. And I feel like those trade offs are kind of better. You know, it's um makes you makes you think. I don't I like I don't like having my choices taken away. I don't think it was necessarily something they actively did.
0: I think it was just a collateral damage of the Thorax change, so they haven't really thought about it anymore. But yeah. Ever since they did that change where they increased the time to kill, the five four five by thirty nines got hit the hardest, I feel like, and I just like avoid those calibers, like the plague because it just like you said, I mean, I think Golnik is like thirty-seven flesh, like something really low. That just like if you hit him in the arms and then and it doesn't hit their chest a couple of times, like you can really just like mag dump somebody and they just feel you like really can die Yeah, because... it's thirty-seven. It's thirty-seven.
1: I yeah, just had a look.
0: It, so you can hit a guy it feels three times, so right? Bad. You only just
1: you only just kill them. Like you know, you do seventy-four damage with two shots. Um, but that's the issue. BS is um, is forty. Right. Right
0: which used to be
1: enough which used to be enough tap them. exactly right um uh, it is like ugh, which is no, which is why man, like 855A1's quite cool right because that's got 45 damage and so you'll still kill you'll kill scavs because it's i don't know like scavs are annoying right you don't want to like be mag dumping scavs it's a pain and people talk about it you know about like you know the, yeah. the Iron Man Scav or like the Immortal Scav this kind of thing, and I think this is like partly it. And occasionally people talk about overpen. And I'm just like, no, it's not a thing in Tarkov. It doesn't exist. But you know, if you hit if you hit Scav in like both arms and then you know once in the stomach and then once in the thorax, it can feel like they take a long time to die. And if you're using something like 55A1, they die in two shots to the thorax. Whereas m 9 5 is the same. It's only got 40 mm-hmm. damage, um, and mm-hmm. so it'll take it'll take three hits. And that stuff's expensive, right? It feels it feels more painful when. You know, it's taking, you know, three three thousand rubles to take down, you know, one scav.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess in some regards they kind of like made it more of a harder choice between M nine nine five or eight five five A one and M nine nine five. Yeah, that's, since now, yeah, right. That's like
1: the real choice, I think.
0: That's kind of like the real
1: choice because, like, and the the gap is quite stark as well. It's like eight five five A one really cheap for what it does and pretty good pretty good but 995 definitely gets the job done against high high level players but it's like it's gonna rinse your wallet (laughs) and i quite like that as a kind of you know yeah it's a
0: nice little contrast and balance to it i think yeah you know go ahead
2: no no i was i was good i was good something like that i I don't just this is random rabbit trail but
0: It's been bothering for for a while. The fact that the Mosin cannot one tap anymore, or like any like high caliber round, that just bugs me. Like if I shoot a hatchet player in the thorax with M80 or LPS with a rifle, and he doesn't die, I don't know. That just feels bad, you know. Yeah, does that bother you at all? Um, is it just me? I think it bothers a lot of
1: people. It doesn't bother me that much, probably for selfish reasons, because I don't really use the motion very much, and I don't really maybe. like it particularly. Um, I th- you can technically still use seven n one if someone's not wearing right. any armor, in theory. Yeah. In theory, because like you've got you get I mean, that small amount of armor reduction, and so they'll be left on like two two health if they have like level four or something, um, or even level three maybe, because you literally need to reduce three damage i think to not die um but i don't know like it I just it kind like... of makes them pointless i don't know yeah I, I agree i agree it's like from a from a balancing perspective it kind of sucks but the bolts have always kind of sucked and they don't really have a, any place in the meta so to speak people use them for kind of the the cool factor rather than anything else because there's really no reason not to use a semi-auto in this game right because given that everything uses well, the same ammo
0: so from what i understood i i, I... I started playing when the Mosin could one-tap, and that was, like, one of the guns, the rat gun, yeah. you know? Like, people were like, hey, I can't make any money. How do I make money? Oh, go buy a Mosin, low LPS, and one-tap a chat and go lose armor. Yeah. And then people were, like, complaining about it, complaining about it, complaining about it, and then they, like, increased the ergonomics on it. Like, the actual time it takes the ADS was, yeah. like, manually tweaked. Like, I feel like the Mosin has just been, like... They kept, like, smashing the nerf hammer on, onto it. And now it's just, like, completely dead outside of, like, quests. And, like, I, I don't know. It's just, like, it's just kind of frustrating how they, like, approach it. Like, okay, now we're going to add 5 HP to Thorax. Which, in some ways, I think is good. Because increasing the time time to kill does make it, like, increase the, the skill aspect. Which I like, you know, landing your shots and whatever. But at the same time, it's just, like, sometimes their approach to things just, like, really bothers me. Like, they added 5 and it messed up the... 545 by 39 AKs, like that whole nice thing we're talking about, the BS and yep. Egonic choice. And then, like, it fixed some things, but now, like, any bolt action or M80 is like completely useless unless you hit them in the head. Because, like, and like you said, why even use a bolt action? Even if it's really dirt cheap, you could just buy a, a, I don't know. Anyways, it's just a rant. It's just, I think,
1: look, I think it's, I think it's right. I mean, they've, at the moment, there, I don't think they're really trying to balance the bolts. I don't think the game's really balanced around them. They're just in, they're just in the game, yeah. they are there. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, if I did like the poor Magnum, that'll do the job.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> on the new on the new gun. Um. So that you know that will uh that'll smash a guy. What's the top one? Seventy nine pen. I mean, that's absurd. With one hundred and fifteen damage, it's crazy. Have you seen anybody or, no. or or used this new one yet? I haven't.
0: I've watched a bit. It's pretty insane. It's pretty insane. Yeah. I mean, it's. I like that. I like that. It's in semi too. I mean, it's really expensive. It's in semi as well. <laughs> You know what's super interesting about that is the ammo I think is the only ammo that's found in RAID for a while. It's good
1: though. The AP round. It's good. I like it.
0: I'm pretty sure to like yeah, I like it too. It's ten thousand dollars per yeah. round, I wanna say the AP I round. I think so, yeah. I, I like it, I, I love, love that. It. I wanna see where yeah, I wanna see where it goes. I'm like super interested in how that's Yeah, because that's out. like
1: market based balancing. There's no there's no trader on Exactly. There's no trade of, of, exactly. no trade yes. of on this thing. Like the market will just decide what the right price is for the um what's the word? The effectiveness of the weapon.
0: Yes. Which is brilliant. And apparently it's it's pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing, when I was selling one, I can't say for sure. It was pretty early in wipe, but I want to say the average price is like 4,000 ruples. And I had two of them. Mm. So I listed it. Or four thousand ruples, but my fees was like two thousand ruples. Oh, right. But but that's like two of them. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that so Im- it was like one thousand. That
1: implies that the tri- trader price for them is quite low, or it's set quite low. Yes. Within the game which engine, I want
0: to. Next time I get one, mm. I'm gonna list it. Try to figure out like where the price is at because, in some ways, they do have like their own. Like, hey, we think this is about value to yeah. this many Ruples, you know?
1: You know what? The way, the so. easier way I think to do that is um, you could just try mm-hmm. and sell it to Mechanic. True. then he's Just buy it and Yeah, because then, then he's got yeah. his um, kind of like base price, which I think, oh, is it like, I can't even remember. Is it like 47%, I think? Or Basically 53%. Yes, yeah. You get like Maybe it's like 53% that you get back of the like in-game yeah. price, something like that. Right. I don't know. Right. You could do it that way, I think as well um but it's interesting i want to see where it goes i'm fascinated this kind of yeah. like you know it's a proper free market on that um on that item yeah because it. there's only players yeah. selling it only players buying it there's no traders there's, you can't buy it from level four people because the thing is right even with the stuff where it's like kind like you have lots of people buying it because um because not everybody's unlocked level four like some people have unlocked level four and then they're no longer in the in the you know the the chain anymore and so it takes the traders take, remove demand from the system and make things cheaper because because um, there's, there's not as much demand because like as the player base moves through, you know, it's like here's the level four boundary and here's players who move through it. Like the number of people who are actually needing to buy from the market slowly decreases over time. So mm-hmm. it messes around with supply and demand, having the traders in, in the first place, you never really yeah. get an idea. It's like, it's like kind of like with the ADAR, right? There's an ADAR trade in there, which distorts the markets. So it means all ADARs are 20K. Uh, you take that trade away boom 10k more right they're immediately 10k up overnight because people can't buy them like for 13 anymore and so only you know why would anybody go to the flea and um and sell it for 20 now when you can't just go and buy easily anyway it's,
0: it's interesting we will see we will see yeah yeah i'm super curious to see where that goes um Painkillers? Did you see they they increase or decrease rather Vaseline from ten to six? Yes. What's your What's your feeling
2: about painkillers?
0: Um, I mean, if there's like I don't know, dude. That's that's such a hard question because they've been trying to nerf. I'm i I'm a the premetter, right? <laughs> this patch I've been more conservative. I'm starting to get into Golden Star again. Um, it's quite expensive, but uh, yeah, it is. But just, I mean, just being on them, it's just like, if you ever get shot in the legs out in the open, like, I just don't want to have to deal with that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you have to, like, say you got morphine or propofol. that's still, like, two seconds, for you gotta inject yourself, and then the effect kicks mm-hmm. in, and you can start running. You know, it's like, but I feel like they really um, screwed over, like, low-level players. Because the, the standard for-use count painkillers, yeah, they like drain your hydration like minus 17 or something. Like it's, it's way up there and they only last like a minute. Yeah. But I guess you're not supposed to be always using them. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I think this is the thing. And I've read quite a few different people's opinions on it on Reddit as well, which mm-hmm. has been kind of interesting. Like I still think that, I mean the, the Vaseline and golden star thing is weird and bizarre that they're some of the best painkillers in the game It's very strange Mm-hmm. I don't know why they decided to do that to begin with. And I ho- do hope that they continue to nerf those items because it literally makes no sense. Um, I just think like, I think, I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's a good pathway because as you were saying, right, as a pre meta and I completely, get, so I am actually kind of weird about pre-medding. Like I completely get that if you're playing optimally, you should be doing it. I don't really like to, because I don't like the way it makes my screen look. um, Right. Particularly, like it's okay, but I find it's kind of like it grates on me a bit. Um, and I'd rather not. And also, like, it's not, yeah, it's not really how it's going to end up. I just can't, th- this painkiller sort of formulation that we have right now is, there's no way that this is going to be the way it is at the end. There's just no chance because, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you know, it's going to be addiction and you're not going to be able to use them all the time. it's going to be more downsides, I imagine. And I think, like, yeah, re- reducing the effectiveness of Vaseline and star in particular is something that should be done. And the, to push people into using things like the morphines and whatnot, but with downsides on them, I think is the way that they should go. And I think one way that they could do this, I mean, especially with the base and algin ones, the four, the four ones, the cheap ones, right. like, yeah, they punish you for doing it, but I genuinely think there should be a delay before they kick in. Like, I don't think they should be kind of like a pop and no, mm-hmm. yeah, then you're good. Right. Cause it's like a mini morphine almost. Um, yeah, I think it should be a good, like 30 seconds for the crap ones before they even kick in. um, and that that could be like another differentiator between the various the various painkillers it's like you know you take a you take a painkiller and then 30 seconds later it's uh you get the effects but i think other people were talking about like interesting stuff about like you know could you get like a some kind of like adrenaline surge when you get shot in the first place like maybe the first time you get shot in the battle you get an adrenaline surge and then you know it gives you a bit of chance to move or whatever because that's why people do it right and as as you said right if you get shot in the leg
0: That's kind of I I agree with that. I feel like there should be maybe not should, but if the reason why people are doing it is so they can completely avoid a negative effect, maybe it should. The focus shouldn't be on the painkillers, but the effect. Like, how could they make it? Because I mean, like you say, you get shot in a leg, you're basically just dead. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think it's quite nuanced. I don't know.
1: Like, there's there's some good opinions on it, and I do think that. I'm, I'm always, I'm actually of the opinion that the health system should be made like more hardcore. And I think they've actually gone the wrong mm. way. And I think it's like in, from all of the different mechanics, it depends on like what your opinion of, of how it should be is, but I think that you should be penalized for, and I know it makes it harder for solos, but you know, this is kind of like, I guess, non-selfishly talking about it because like I am pretty much a solo player. And I still think it's strange that you have the CMS kits and the surf 12s and can repair your stuff. And I think that they should do it less I think painkillers probably shouldn't work as well as they do. Like it should help, but I don't think you should fix everything. You should still limp if you get shot in the leg. Like that's what somebody was saying on Reddit, which I kind of agreed with actually was if they don't want people to avoid the game mechanic by permanently being on painkillers, you know, make it so that you can't like make it so that painkillers don't, if your leg is broken, it won't help you know i know i think they could make it more nuanced i I do think they could make it more nuanced like there's a few there's a few different mechanics in the game that i would hope that they would change like if your leg gets damaged maybe you limp and then with painkiller it's okay if it's blacked you're limping no matter what painkillers or no painkillers i would prefer that personally things like hydration and energy maybe your stamina doesn't go up as fast if you're when your energy and your hydration is lower rather than just being like you're either on like two hydration and stamina and you're completely fine or zero and you're like half dying Like they should make it more nuanced. So you're like incentivized to keep your health, you know, your your food and your energy like up near a hundred all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, this kind of thing. I I think it could be more, I think it could be more nuanced and, and it is kind of harder in some ways, but if you get shot in the stomach, I just don't think you should be sewing it up, taking it, you know, an ibuprofen and just carrying on like nothing happened. I think it's bizarre and weird. I think you kind of, the game should almost force you to abort certain raids. If you get, if you
0: get messed up, you know, I see where you're going. Yeah. I see where you're going. Although it would be annoying. It would be kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. I think the hard part with that is everyone has a different definition of fun and I wonder what the mass market reaction to that if they that would they would consider that fun. I mean people would hate it, how... but I don't I just don't sure if Nikita cares about
1: that, which is why I was so surprised right. that they even put the CMS and that kind of thing into the game. Um I mean yeah, you can still run on black legs and stuff so it's kind of okay but i mean they were good i think they're eventually going to move away from this the arcadiness of it and they're going to bring a lot of it more into mil type territory i think i think it's going to go that so. way personally
0: I, I would like to play a, a way more strategic and tactical than arcadey. yeah i mean
1: there's you know, th- there's a
0: lot of chatter about movement too right i
1: mean this is slightly off the off the tangent mm-hmm. but the ad ad strafe there's always people talking about that now um about how mm. it's kind of like game breaking because it's so arcadey in there and some people comparing the movement in tarkov which is like almost cod style to squad which is very very slow deliberate style of movement and it would feel bad mm. and it would suck but even PUBG has more inertia than, than tarkov i don't think they need to go yeah. all that way it can still be kind of like it can be more dynamic than a game like squad is um because that game is designed so you're like limited on many abilities so you can't just be like a one-man machine and just run around killing everybody it's like it's designed to sort mm-hmm. of limit it's actually interesting that in lowering individual player skill caps you end up increasing the tactical overall um kind of uh importance but yeah but we talk of such a like in you know an individually focused game i don't think you can really take it in that direction And i think people wouldn't like it. it would be kind of it would, make some, it would make a lot of fights kind of boring and make people hold corners
2: even longer and all this kind of stuff. But I, I do think something should be done about it.
0: I will say, though, that going more that direction would be way more immersive. For me personally, I would feel that. Um, and one of the things that I recall and is when I first started playing, I was like very slow, very methodical. But I feel like it got me killed a lot of times. Because, on top of like learning everything, learning the map, you know, bonds, whatever, where, and I feel like that's kind of like a noob trap for new players is they like, there's like all these like mechanics, like you can adjust your crouch, you can like adjust your speed (laughs) and stuff. And then you go watch like, you know, some of the more very high skill players are just like sprinting around corners, you know, jumping, bunny hopping, you know, AD strafing, spraying, hip firing. And it's like, you see, do you, like, see any of that with maybe, like, some of, like, people in your community? Because I know you, like, do some new player guides and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's something that I've not really focused too much on, but I definitely see that, right? It's like, I mean, the new player thing, yeah, as you're saying, right, it's it's almost impossible to play well as a new player just because you're trying to learn what's going on. There's so much information. There's more controls than... FPS is not all obviously there's you know mill Sims do have a lot of controls as well but you you get more control than your typical kind of like battle royale type game um, and just all of the things you need to remember um and the game plays quite differently especially around like shooting I mean I that's one of the reasons why I wanted to make stuff about recourse because like I struggled with shooting for the longest time um mm-hmm. and there's and other people coming from other FPS is find it really tough as well because tarkov just feels a bit weird and a lot of people can't really put their finger on why um and so, yeah, I mean, look, it's going to be tough for new players, kind of no matter what, but right. I do kind of agree with you because, like, well, you have to, this is the thing, like, you have to play slow and you have to slowly build up. Like, it's almost like the speed of your character, the speed that you move your character around the map kind of, like, is determined by your experience. So right? if you try to, like, run around as a new player, you'll just die immediately. Um, sure. Whereas sure. if you... If you're much slower, like sometimes, yeah, you'll just get like one tapped out of... And this is the thing that... This is why new players get frustrated actually and leave because they get one tapped out of nowhere all the time and they don't know where from and they don't know why they've died. And that is a very difficult loop to get out of when you're first playing because Mm. you don't get enough feedback to be able to fix the mistakes you're making. And so you end up dying again and again and again in the same way without knowing how how to make it stop Nikita, please make it stop. You know, it's like you're like I want to be. I want to play this game and I want to be good, but I don't. I don't know how to make the one tap stop, and I don't know where they are, and I don't know the stuff on the map, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, which yeah. is why I tell everybody to play offline mode and you know, try to learn the maps that way and stuff. Because like the map knowledge is so so critical. But I mean, outside of that, it's kind of yeah. Once you learn about, you move from cover to cover, and in Tarkov, mm-hmm. the cover is really, really, very good. And if you're lying down in the bush, it's actually very difficult for somebody to see you um like all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. right you kind of like you learn those things over time it's like you know you walk most of the time run between things be very slow if you hear somebody but they don't hear you or you see somebody and they're kind of like in your in your general area um so they don't hear you back and move from cover to cover that kind of thing so then that kind of takes you into kind of the average player kind of zone who can just like play the game and gets kind of like half the time they die and half the time they kill somebody and they're sort of slow and methodical i mean that's to be honest is that's kind of how i play most of the time which is like walk most of the time move from bits of cover to other bits of cover and I try to spot people and hear them before they hear me cuz it means it's less likely that I'm mm-hmm. just going to get sprayed and and, and killed myself cuz I'm definitely not the best shot um as my commenters on youtube will will uh, will tell me every time I make a video um but <laughs> you know what, actually somebody wrote somebody wrote this guy is the opposite of shroud shroud has all the aim and no brain and this guy has all the brains and no oh. aim <laughs> which I thought was really funny but um that's pretty pretty But no look it, it's tough i think target is a new trap i agree with you like coming full circle around to what you were saying it's um the whole game mm. is a new trap at the beginning just because it's um just so difficult and there's so many mechanics to learn mm. and so much map knowledge to get and then you can't learn the maps in an afternoon you know it's like if you go on to call of duty you can probably learn any of the maps in you know you play a couple of rounds and you know most of it whereas eft is just like it's just not like that if you think about yeah. just before we move on to another point like if you just think about like the factory area in customs down by um the South, uh, the Southeast section,
0: like the forklift one.
1: you could, um, you could take those couple of buildings. You could probably Wait. go up to like, you could go to like the far wall. So yeah, like in the Southeast, you could take the Southeast corner. You could go up to the wall at the edge before you go to the road. And then you could go to like the USEC building and stop there. And that would be a mapping card.
0: It would be a fine oh, a map. map
1: like on, on customs.
0: on like, on customs. oh, custom. I think so. Oh, flag no, flag. no,
1: no. Like, yeah. So, I mean factory like a map on its own, isn't it? But yeah, if you on customs, if you took like the, the, the southeast corner and mm. incorporated everything, including like the USEC building and up to the wall for the road, that would be an adequate cob map. That would actually look very much like I don't know if you how much you've played of the not this COD, but the one that the the new Modern Warfare 2 or whatever it was called, the Modern Warfare Two Two or like I got I I just completely <laughs> lost it with their their um their naming these days. But um mm-hmm. yeah, and there's the one uh the, I think it's called the Hackney Yard. And that one looks very much like that. And it's like, yes, this is it. Hmm. And you can learn it. You, know, you can walk around it in about 30 seconds and like, okay, there's a warehouse yeah, here and a thing there and blah, blah, blah. And it looks like yeah. that corner of customs, but like customs is, you know, 50 times the size of that one corner. And it just takes a long time to learn. It's,
2: it's hard, right? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. It is tough. <laughs> it is tough. But that's, you know, that's, that's, what, that's what we have to help people for that's so all the uh, all the vids were about well I think we covered a lot Um
0: we definitely did. I guess just really quickly they it's something that they did is they nerfed the mags like across the board they give less ergo mm. and but something that they did that I really like <laughs> is the small mags give even more ergo now. it's great like I think the I love that, dude. I love that. It's like now it's like, I mean, it's maybe it's probably not going to be used, but, you know, if I ever want to run a little meme TX-15 with like a 20 rounder, or 10 rounder and you know, I'll get an extra plus five ergo. You
1: yeah, know. I kind of like think it's okay, right? Because like, yeah, people, you do use the TX-15 for sniping and I would, mm-hmm. I would be tempted, you know, to use it for Shooter Born in Heaven or right. something. I actually use, um, I used an M4 last time for Shooter Born in Heaven because yeah. um, the rounds are really quick. And it makes it easier to get headshots and you hit them in the head with M855 and they die. Whereas, So if you could use like a TX-15, you get even more ergonomics so you can hold the gun up for longer. I know that they've nerfed that and I don't know how much these new ergo changes really will make because apparently it just your stamina gets drained no matter what you do, no matter how high your ergo is, your arms are just now jelly. It seems to be the case, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, if they manage to fix that and put it back onto more of like a, you know, a better like distribution like it was before, then you can definitely yeah. see people doing that and using it for sniping and having you know 20 rounders on semi. Um if you're gonna get like plus eight ergo or something or plus five ergo, or whatever it is that they end up making it, mm-hmm. it might make people actually use them. I think they should buff them until yeah. people use them, to be honest. It's kind of the way it's, it should be done. Yeah,
0: I kind of feel the same. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um I know we're short in time, so really quickly, last thing I want to talk about was um the stamina changes that you mentioned. Yes. Where your arm drains people i heard were saying that oh this is good it's going to slow down the game make it more tactical i kind of feel the opposite i feel like i'm better off just running and adsing when i see someone because now when i like hold a corner if i have like a 50 ergo gun it just feels like man i'm just like oh i have to reset make noise you know what i mean i just yeah. feel like would be better off running Do you, do you what do you think I, I don't know if you've had a chance to play
1: yeah i mean i don't really hold that I don't hold a huge amount of angles to be honest. And so it doesn't affect me that Mm -hmm. much, but I I do think that it pushes people towards just like laser sight meta and hip and like point fire. I I, I do. I agree with everybody who's saying that, to be honest, it's like, yeah, why would you, it's just going to push people away from ADSing, right? Like it doesn't affect anything to do with hip, with, with hip fire, point fire, whatever you want to call it at all. And so you, you make that worse. People are going to ADS less and they're going to choose guns where they don't have to ADS as much, or they're going to choose guns with just like, super high ergo that are, that are lightweight where they're not as affected but yeah mm-hmm. I, I do i do think it's it's sort of detrimental to that um that kind of game play style which is slower which is sort of what they want to do so i think it is a little counterintuitive <laughs> i agree i think it's a bit weird
0: i even noticed proned adsing i was still slowly draining stamina which i thought i mean before anytime you proned you would like never run out of stamina yeah see yeah it's weird to my knowledge So.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think there was one other mechanic that they changed, and I actually can't because I did test this, but it didn't seem to work. Is that you get some stamina drain now when you're crouched and walking as well. I don't know whether it's at a certain weight oh. level because I tried it um today randomly mm-hmm. and it didn't do anything. And so I'm actually not hundred percent sure. But this is something that I think should have been in there for ages because I do think there should be a downside to be able to walk silently. And I I think, you know crouch walking in like with 40 kilos of equipment is not easy and i do i think that's okay and i think it should punish you for trying to you know crab around everywhere um and i know it kind of like plays into the it's more realistic but i guess it doesn't you know that doesn't really matter most of the time but it's one of those cases where i think that the realism lends itself to making an interesting choice like how often do people slow walk like pretty rarely right it's mostly the crouch walking because there's no downside and this and it's quieter mm-hmm. so it's quieter and um and there's no downside whereas now you have, might have people slow walking a bit more if you're going to lose all your stamina by trying to crouch walk because yeah
0: that makes sense. yeah that's interesting i'll have to check yeah have a look out. i think it might have been that make that makes sense
1: it might have been when i was um scavenging and i had a uh had a load of stuff because i did notice it one time and i was like oh that's interesting i'll check it out later and then when i tested it mm-hmm. later on in like a, you know, a controlled environment, it didn't happen. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so I'm not sure what the threshold
0: is. Maybe by the time we go and test it, they'll have already changed it. It'll be something completely new. Oh, God, please, no. Please leave the effect intact by the time my video comes
1: out tomorrow. Like, <laughs> that's all I ask. That's all I ask. Please uh, stop changing everything.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: goodness. It's good. Change is good. Embrace it. Embrace it. The game's
2: changing. And, uh, yeah. and hopefully for the better. <laughs> Adapt and overcome. Indeed. Indeed. Cool. Any closing
0: thoughts or anything else?
2: Having a good time still. It's a good, good white I like it. Good. It's fun. I want to play yeah. more. I think about it all day. I'm addicted.
0: Got to get that Tarkov grinding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: The hideout can only satisfy someone for so
0: long. Yeah. <laughs> You can only collect so many bitcoins when you have to put them to use. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's it. How about you? Any 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 closing thoughts on the changes?
0: Um, just keep them coming. Honestly, I, I love it when they when they shift things up. You know, when it's a good shift, a good shift. You know. Yeah,
1: it's interesting. It keeps us so, um keeps us interested as well. Like looking at new yeah, stuff. So.
0: I I tried the AS and it didn't feel busted like it used to so i think i mean obviously the ammo is better mm. like i think they nerfed the gun in the ground so yeah i think it's fine people might just be overreacting but yeah yeah
1: yeah They're just like please quickly quickly make them like just randomly buff the pen on the valve so no one notices the vector
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Too fun, yeah
1: in dude. the meanwhile i'm going to continue using the vector in every raid <laughs> <laughs> anytime there's not a gun requirement on my quest oh my that God. baby's coming out
0: yeah Dude, I shredded a guy on Shoreline. He had like the fender, and uh, I just shot him straight in the thorax. And he's, I broke glass. And when he was sprinting, and running, his character like jumped midair. Cause I, I do that too. Sometimes you'll be playing, and then you'll get scared and you'll be like, and hit your jump key, I, you know? That. I did that once. So he just got shredded in a place. But I just absolutely just like, you know? that's great. Honestly,
1: I jumped once. You know in uh in this wipe properly when i was doing delivery from the past in factory and i got shot at in the mm-hmm. delivery room and like managed to jump oh. up because i was <laughs> like oh god because this guy like shot me down from the little the little thing yeah. on the ground i was like scared out of my mind uh, even now even now especially early wipe it's just like oh because you don't have anything right so you like the, the fear is yeah. there you're like i really want this to work i really want, want to be able to move on to the next quest anyway anyway it's uh it's been a good time it's been a good time yeah, as usual. Sure. I'm glad we've got so much stuff to talk about. Honestly, it's great. It's really, really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this will be up on YouTube, Spotify, and Anchor if, uh, you know, you missed part of the show. But otherwise, dude, thanks for coming on again, man. No problems. It's
1: always
2: good. And uh, have fun, everybody. And um, yep. I'll catch you all around soon.